Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Sam Greg on a very, very interesting and fun Sunday morning. Yeah, man. Third day of September. We appreciate you guys letting us be a part of your Saturday. And we thank our callers who called in. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are very passionate about Very passionate. We got about a new one. And in the 7 o'clock hour, we tripped. Well, it's actually my fault because I went to ask Sam a question about NILs, and it morphed into a whole hour's worth of conversation. And those of you who called up, 404-726-0929. And we thank you. Yeah, want to thank you, thank you, we thank you. We enjoyed it. Before we get to Miles, real quick here, want to let you know that if you can't get in front of a TV, you can hear some college football this afternoon. Virginia Union versus Morehouse. They're up in Canton, going to play at the Hall of Fame field. Was that the? That uh, is big. Is that, that the what big. you call it? The one named after Benson? Benson. Mm-hmm. Tom Benson. Yep. Right, well, they're going to be playing Hall of Fame. They're going to play there today. They are there, and pregame is at three thirty, and kick at four o'clock. So mm-hmm. again, you got that one. And tomorrow, Clemson at Duke. Pre-game is 7.30, kick at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, of course, on Thursday we have the opening of the NFL season mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Don't call my house, Sam, on Thursday night. Will not. Will be won't, won't do it. it up. No, actually, it's the uh, <laughs> Lions at Kansas City. Right. We have the game for you here Tell pre-game, 7.30, and uh, kick at Ooh, 8.30. Right Lions. Here. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, friend of the show. Good morning, buddy. Morning, man. Good morning. Can't wait for Thursday. That's going to be a fun one. <laughs> really? What would you enjoy more? Do you think you enjoyed this Brave series out in Los Angeles or the first day, uh, the first game of the NFL season? Because this was a big weekend. Ooh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good one. I'm a big NFL guy, so I'll probably have to say the NFL, but, man, it is nice taking three out of four from the Dodgers. Um, I, I just, again, I wanted to get out of there with, any th- sort of positivity and the fact that I don't care what happens today. I know Sam is, you know, he wants some other things. He wants to see some stuff, but I'm good right now. As long as we stay healthy, we get out of Los Angeles with the series win. Uh, what, St. Louis next? That's the one I'm actually worried about. Once they get back home, long road trip, a lot of emotion they have left on the fields. We saw this before when they did that at home and then went out to San- uh, Seattle and got it handed to them. So moving yeah. forward after this very important road trip, what would you like to see coming from this Braves team? 
Yeah, I mean, you you basically touched on what I was going to say. That this, I feel like they do have a habit, not always, but sometimes this season, sort of playing to their competition. If it's a great opponent, you know, you you see a performance like they're giving right now, where they take three out of four and potentially sweep a four-game set against the second-best team in the National League, arguably the second-best team in all of baseball with all their star power. But then, like you said, you go for another series at home. You know, you can argue they've honestly been better away than they have been at home against a a Cardinal team that isn't usually what they are. So you want to see them at least take that series. You know, maybe not won't be as dominant as taking a, a sweep, but you'd certainly like to see them win a series like that that certainly is winnable. Uh, you got another Pirates series after that. I think they had some struggles the first time they played them out in Pittsburgh. Uh, but my eyes are actually set on that Phillies series that starts September 11th because, to me, I know they lost last night, but Philadelphia is one of the more dangerous teams in the National League, in my opinion, and certainly a team I don't want the Braves facing again in the postseason just because I think they're timing this out, this run, very well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, I think those are some things to look ahead for this Braves team. Yeah, because he hit on something that I was I've talked about all morning. Spending time on the Wait for it. com hotline this morning with Miles Garrett, and he is social. Uh, you can follow him, of course, on the uh, Twitter, the X, whatever it's been in the last half hour uh, at Miles Garrett TV at Miles Garrett TV. Let me follow up on that because you know I, I'm keeping an eye on those guys from Philadelphia too. They came down here and took our lunch money last year. And I think we owe them. I don't want to avoid them. I, I want to play these guys, but I want us to have our eyes wide open and know that because we had this wonderful season, you, when you get to October, man, it's all zeros. It's all zeros when you get back to October. So, yeah, I'm like, bring them. And, uh, and, and you know, of course, we have our guy that we think is in the driver's seat for the, uh, for the MVP award, especially, you know, the showdown and on the same field with Mookie Betts this weekend. He's the leader for that and should get it. But they got a guy up there that they think that most seasons is a contender for it too. I want to play them dudes. And I want to beat those guys, but I want us to have our eyes wide open, man, because um, you know you're right. They're, they're getting hot at the right time, and by the time they get around to October, we're probably going to end up facing them. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, again, you know, I lo- always reference 2021 when people ask about you know baseball and how it can work because the Braves were 500 at the break, and you know they really didn't even crack that 500 mark till late in the season. They caught fire at the right time and made that World Series run. You look at the Phillies. They did almost the exact same thing last year, albeit to a different extent with the wild card because the Braves came in hot at the end of the season and won the division. So, yeah, you hit the nail right in the head. It's all about how you come into the postseason, whether you're hot, whether you're not. That's why I wasn't very concerned with the Braves and they had sort of that cold streak coming out of the all-star break. Like, oh, is this going to be a sign of things to come? No, it's, it's a matter of, Baseball is the most streakiest sport outside of golf, I think, that uh, that you can possibly play. And it, it's all about how you enter the postseason. And I do think that experience matters when it comes to those types of things. The Braves, I think, have the most experience out of anybody outside of maybe the Dodgers with postseason experience. The Phillies are relatively new to that. So I think that that will do nothing but help them when October does roll around. Do you see uh, you seen Miles lately on TV when he's doing this far? He was polished. I saw him yesterday. He was. I mean, he was just too. It was like he was. It was almost like he was AI. Ooh. He was. He was that Whoa. polished. Wow. He was that together. 
to that and, level. Yeah, man, he had no hair out of place. The tie was perfectly straight. Everything was working. It was. I just noticed that was the word I thought of. Anyway, Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joined <laughs> Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Listen, Ronald Acuna and, or Bryce Harper, they're not going to be pitching. Give us your thoughts on the two staffs as we approach this uh, proceeds playoffs coming up and, and which one you feel has the um, upper hand? The Braves compared to the Dodgers, is that what you're asking? No, 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 Philadelphia. Oh, to Philadelphia. Oh, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think the Braves are in excellent position right now as far as their pitching staff, and I do think compared to to Philadelphia, I think it's better. I think they're pitching well at the right time. I think that's the biggest thing is that Charlie Morton specifically, I think, is going to end up being an X factor for this rotation going forward because that's the whole reason you bring a guy like that to come back at his age and pitching the way he is. You know what you're going to get in Max Fried. He's your unquestioned ace. We saw that again this Dodgers series. But Charlie Morton, I think, is that guy who can sort of bring that consistency, that reliability come postseason time. You know, you, you want to see Bryce Elder match that consistency once again that we saw early in the season. He's been sort of hot and cold. Um, and then, of course, Spencer Strider is another guy you can typically depend on to get you through six, five innings who could maybe very well make a run at the Cy Young Award. So all that being said, I do think they'll hold the advantage over Philadelphia there. Um, their pitchers, you know, you got Tywin Walker pitching today against the Padres and then Michael Lorenzen, you know, some guys with relatively high ERAs. I know Walker's got a pretty good win total. I think he's covering around 15 or so wins. So they do have some boys there in that uh, in that room. Um, excuse me, I believe Walker may be pitching tomorrow, not today. Um, but uh, compared, if, if we're comparing pitching staff specifically, I would take the Braves any day of the week. Fantastic stuff, folks. Always great catching up with this guy, getting his thoughts on the Braves. Of course, we'll be talking to him also about Falcons next week as we get set for the first yeah, game buddy. with them. But want to get your thoughts about what happened over in Athens yesterday. I know you also do um, a lot of work covering the dogs for Fox 5. Um, things go pretty much the way you thought they would. I think the running games, you know, struggled a little bit and were hit and miss, and then they finally got things rolling. Yeah, I know we talked about that last night on our Bulldogs final show. Um, and I think the biggest thing was the fact that coming out offensively, I don't know if it was maybe, you know, because it's, it's interesting if you want to treat a game like that sort of as a de facto preseason game to sort of work out some kinks and work out some some nuggets that you aren't quite sure of yet. I think that was a big thing because you're right, that, that very first half, things were very slow offensively. It seemed like the, the play design was a little vanilla it seemed like the running game, like you said, couldn't quite get going. Carson Beck wasn't seemed like the the only thing that seemed like a sure thing really in that first half was Brock Bowers. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, it was a first down or a touchdown. But it really opened up in that second half, which was expected. You assume the best team in the land with all their depth and all that is going to open things up once they get their feet wet a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'd certainly like to see Mike Bobo maybe open up that playbook a little bit more. I, Heard some boo birds there at the beginning of the game that fans Ooh. were already displeased. And what? Oh, I ain't hear no boo birds. Oh, really? Man, yeah. Oh man, I could hear it on the TV. Well, I, maybe I got <laughs> um, there late because I didn't watch the whole game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, dog fans when it comes to patience and perhaps Mr. Mike Bobo himself. But, well, but let me let uh, me ask but, you something. Let me ask you: Is that kind of a product of what's happened the last two years? And kind of what happened? I guess we hear about that kind of thing. We're used to hearing about that kind of thing in Tuscaloosa. Huh? Mm-hmm. When you get in a certain position and you feel like, okay, we're up here at the top, and you know, and we can we can boo folks. 
I don't know. That, that, that kind of what we're looking at? I, I would imagine, yes. I mean, when you've been spoiled the last two years uh, with, with that offense that you've been having, then I, I do think it, it becomes – you expect that every single season. Uh, that Todd Munkin offense, albeit, you know, as brilliant as it was, you're not going to see that. I mean, just like every, any other team, you're not going to see the 2016 Falcons every single year. You're not going to see things replicated to a certain extent of what they are normally are, you know? So uh, th- that being said, Mike Bobo has had a very successful run as an offensive coordinator, specifically at Georgia. I do think Mike Bobo kind of got, uh, you know, hit on a lot when it came to Bulldogs fans, you know, kind of giving him grief his first few tenures um, in Athens and sort of the offense he ran because they were putting up points. So I, I do think some patience should be expected. It's new personnel, new players. He's getting acquainted with the players. The players are getting acquainted with him. So I do think it may take a little bit of time, but I, I have no doubt that uh, they should pick up some steam when as the season gets rolling along here. Hey, um, Miles, before we let you go here, and, and not the guys over in Tuscaloosa, who else in the SEC has got your attention uh, this upcoming season? Well, I really – specifically, I, I, I want to see it today. It's LSU um, when they're playing Florida. I was very thoroughly surprised uh, by how they performed last year, making it all the way to the SEC championship. I'm a big Brian Kelly believer. I used to work in uh, South Bend for two years, so mm-hmm. I got to work with him quite a bit. I don't think people understand how hard it is to win at Notre Dame. And seeing what he did last year, having some recruits that he wasn't able to have before in South Bend, I do think that LSU is poised to make a little bit of a run these next few years because of their coaching, their personnel. Jaden Daniels is the real deal. And just because of, I think, of everyone else in the SEC. Florida's not doing anything. Uh, Alabama is always going to be Alabama as long as Nick Saban's there. We're not going to discount what they do. But I do think that there is a quiet little storm brewing down there in Baton Rouge. I'm a big believer in LSU, and I'm excited to see what they can do against FSU today because of the hype around them as well. So I think it'll tell a lot about those two teams today. Were you expecting more from Florida and Utah? I think some people were expecting to see them, you know, get get, get a win in that game. Well, here's the thing. I, I work with uh, three Gators at my office, and they kind of give me Yikes. some insight, some oh insight info as far as the, oh, oh the Gators are concerned. <laughs> well, tell them they ain't got much of a season coming because their quarterback came from Wisconsin. Oh, boy. Uh, is that why? Not a big Wisconsin guy? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, what, what are they saying? What, what are they saying about the, what, what happened? Just it might be a little bit more of a rebuilding process when it comes to the Gators. Um, and again, I'm not going to act like I know as much as they do when it comes to Florida. But uh, losing the way they did against Utah, I mean, let, let, let's not be mistaken. First of all, Utah is a good team. Um, I, I don't think that should be thrown out the window immediately. But that being said, you you certainly want to see, or you, no, I shouldn't say you want to see, but Florida certainly wants to see themselves get back to a status where they are contending for at least an SEC championship every year. And right now it looks like they're not even close compared to the echelon that, that Georgia, Alabama, and really even LSU might be approaching now. All right. I was reminded that Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah but he was more there for baseball. That's all right. He's a guy who might be benched this year too, by the way. Ooh, hot well, you hear what's going on out there in Denver. You know, Sean Payton might do anything out there. Hey, listen, Miles, as always, we thank you for getting up and being a part of the show. We are not done tapping into your knowledge and just want to tell you, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. 
Absolutely. You guys, too. Happy Labor Day. There you go. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining Sam and Greg here. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 